Good morning. Today's the twenty fifth day of January. The year's twenty twenty four. This is Daybreak Live with the Nesbits. And let's go. Boom. It's time to lift our hearts to Jesus. It's time to break some holy bread. Grab your coffee and your Bible. Listen to what the Spirit says. It's time for All right, all right, all right. While you guys find us, it is Thursday, so we are going to play We Will Dance. song of the 
The gang's all here. Lean in here, Michael. Lean in here, Michael. Had people asking about you yesterday. Miss Pat was asking me about you. Speaking of, he had a birthday. She said, I never see him anymore. Didn't that cajon sound amazing? Hallelujah. And Michael had a birthday last week, y'all. Michael is now 20 years old. Wow. I'm feeling old, y'all. 20 years old. Wow. Glory, 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 glory. Welcome. It is Daybreak Live. This Daybreak is a daily Bible study. But when I say daily, I mean Tuesday through Friday. <laughs> 8 a.m. every morning. We go verse by verse through a Bible book. And it's also, you can find it on Spotify, iTunes, <laughs> It's a podcast as well. Let's see if I can point to this thing. I put this here this morning for you. That is the CWOW symbol. So when you see that, you know, especially when you see that, and it's got, I can't hardly point to it, uh, and it's got the scriptures under it, Romans 116, that is the authentic CWOW symbol, symbol, simple symbol. And Romans 116 is our verse uh, for we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation under the Jew first and also under the Greek. That means everybody. Uh, but never forget, uh, never forget how much God loves you. Well, that song says every tribe, every tongue, every nation, we will dance on the streets that are golden. Uh, a song we're going to sing for daybreak tomorrow morning. We were singing down in Honduras when we all get to heaven. It's an amazing thing that although we speak different languages around the world, I, I watched a clip yesterday of Ethiopians running, running to receive Jesus. They're running to the altar, and it was amazing. Listen. God is still saving people. Sometimes we think because it's kind of slowed down in America, we think well, that's what it's it's really revival is happening. Excuse me, around the world. It really is. Hey, yes. I got a, a report from Lance, um Tyler, Lance. from Tyler Lance. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Hey, the unnamed disciples, I think, is mm-hmm. their group. Mm-hmm. All right, so they were ministering in Orlando. 109 documented salvations on the streets of Orlando, like last week. On the streets of Orlando, 109. Just from people going through and talking to people yeah. about the Lord. You see, one of the things, when, when we look around, we see everything going crazy and bad. We think this, this, but see, that people, people need hope. And they need to reach out to Jesus. And so, praise the Lord. Hey, like my Honduran shirt. Check that out. Mr. Danny Bates bought that for me. Thank you, Danny Bates. I don't think he's a daybreaker. He's not a daybreaker. But maybe somebody that knows him sees this and says, Hey, he's wearing that shirt you bought him. This is from Honduras. Love Honduras. Love, love, love the people there. Let's jump into Bible study. I know I have rambled. Uh... But, hey, that's just me. We're in Proverbs chapter 29, verse 17. Proverbs 29, verse 17. This entire chapter 29, if you were to kind of put a title over the whole chapter, it would be, happy are they who keep the law of God. It's all about obedience, disobedience, how we're happy if we're obeying, how we're not happy if we're not obeying, how if you train your kids, they end up in a good place, but if you don't train your kids, they end up in a bad place. I mean, it's continually. This is continually over and over and over. And and verse 17 is no different. So let me jump over here. Thank you. Yes, it is bright colors. Hondurans love bright, bright colors. So... Let's throw verse 17 up and get started. Correct your son and he will give you rest. Yes, he will give delight to your soul. So Proverbs 29, 17, again, is speaking on correction to children. If you correct your children, they're going to give you rest. If you don't correct your children, they're going to be a nightmare and you're going to be pulling your hair out and like going crazy and like, oh, he won't listen to me. She won't listen to me. Well, this starts very young, and you must correct and train the children if you want to have rest. And if you choose not to, uh, they will not be a delight to your soul. What will happen is they will be a burden upon you, and there will be an aggravation, and it will be very, very hard. Uh, But understand this. Folly is in the heart of a child. It's just there. There's no choice. I've got the most saintly mama in the world, okay? My mom has dementia now, but my mom, anybody that knows my mom knows how loving and the saintly, loving woman she is. But when we were little kids, she spanked my bottom, and she corrected me often, okay? And that's a good thing. I probably am better for that. What do y'all think? Mm-hmm. I think I'm better for that. So it wasn't because she didn't love me. It's because she did love me. And she said, no, you don't do that. No, you don't do that to your sister. (laughs) You don't do that. No. (laughs) Come here, boy. (laughs) She's a good mama. She's a good mama. Verse 18. Verse 18 says, where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. But happy is he who keeps the law. Now, in the original, this is the New King James Version I'm reading. So, in the original King James Version would say, where there is no vision, the people perish. perish. Most of my memorization comes from the original King James, so I I remember this verse. Uh, 
where there's no vision, the people perish. Uh, but I've heard this preached and taught uh, really out of context. And this has been used, this scripture has been used to kind of suggest where there's no leadership vision, uh, you know, you can't, you know, people cast off restraints, the people perish, you know, they need leadership vision. Now that is a scriptural truth, but it should be taught by other scriptures. That's not what this, this proverb is talking about. This proverb, and I'm not meaning to correct everybody, but I, I'm one who says, let's keep proverbs in context. Uh, try to understand them. Look at the second part. But he, but happy is he, who keeps the law. So this word here that's translated revelation or no revelation, or you could say prophetic vision, it is talking about the revelation of God, where people do not know the words of God, where people do not have the words of God, they cast off restraint. Now, where there's no guidance, remember the context of all these Proverbs, where there's no law. See, the second part of this, it says, but happy is he who keeps the law, means we're talking about those. What law? We're talking about God's law. We're talking about God's revelation. We're talking about God's prophecy and prophetic revelation. Now, this happened several times in the Old Testament. Remember, we're reading Proverbs. We're in the time of King Solomon. We're in the time of King Solomon. We're not talking, we're not in the time of the New Testament and Jesus has come yet. Okay? Yeshua has not come yet. We're in the time of, of, of Solomon and these wise Proverbs that are being given out that are general truths. So, in other words, there's there's times in the scripture where it says, and there were no king, there was no king in Israel in those days, and the people did whatever they decided to do. There was no restraint. There's no restraint. Uh, similar, so you hit an area here in America where a tornado sweeps through. Not long ago, up in Macon County, real close to here, where you would think, well, there's a lot of godly people in Macon County, churches on every corner. People who love Jesus everywhere, right? Right. But yet a tornado comes through and everybody starts looting and stealing stuff out of the stores here in a place where nobody needs it. People throw off restraint because the law is not, they're not able to uh, uphold the law or to hold the law and the restraints upon the people. Let me turn another place to you here. Let's see. First Samuel. First Samuel chapter 3, verse 1. Now the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli. Now listen to this. And the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. So the word of the Lord was rare in those days. There was no widespread revelation. And so it was causing the people to just do whatever they thought was right. And that led people to live very uh, cast off restraints and live evil. That's what this is talking about. The people perish because they cast off restraints because they won't listen to God. That's what this proverb is talking about. And the same thing happens. You know, this is, this is one of the reasons 
that I love, love, love giving out Bibles in Honduras. Because when I hand someone a Bible, and I will even preach and tell them, I'll say, listen, I am so honored to preach to you today and to speak some words to you today. But I am so happy that I can leave a Bible with you. And I would ask them, because I give them a Bible in their language. I'm like, read the Bible. Read the Bible. This is God's word to you. This, is what, this book has changed civilization. It's the most powerful book ever. Why? Because it is the prophetic revelation given to mankind by God. If you have a Bible in your language that's been translated into your language, you have God's teaching coming to you directly. Amen. And it helps you. And therefore, it'll help restrain you. When we go to cultures, different cultures... You know, we can be really hard on people when they don't really even know yet. They've had nobody to teach them. That's why it's so good to be able to give a Bible. But the same thing is happening here. So what happens when a church, a Christian church, a Messianic synagogue, a people who follow Yeshua, follow Jesus, what happens when that people quits listening to the prophetic vision that God has given. Do they not cast off restraint? Do they not start Absolutely. going? Because the flesh is strong. Exactly. Exactly. And so people can have the Bible and not listen to the Bible as well. And so the happy is he who keeps the law. And this is talking about walks in obedience to God. Let me share something with you. God's teachings to you on how to raise children, on how to live your life. Uh, God's teaching to you women on how to be a good wife and a good woman. God's teaching to you men on how to be a good husband and a good man. They're not for your bad. They're for your good. Amen. Even God's laws, they're not to hurt you and keep something good from you. Actually, God wants you to be happy. He wants you to be full of joy. He wants you to be full of happiness. But God knows that if you live in an unrestrained way, actually, it won't give you happiness. You will end up in depression. Yeah. That's just the truth. You'll end up in a worse state. You want to be full of joy and happiness and peace Listen to God and obey God and, and do what he says and let his words restrain us and line us up to the degree that we line up with God's word from a, an obedient, loving heart is the degree that we will have joy and happiness in our life. To the degree that we do not listen to God and we don't want to hear God. Or we just... Uh, oh obey out of whatever I mean you know you can you can you can comply true obedience is from the heart right right Com comply complying is not obedience you know our lips can praise him and our heart be a million miles away exactly that was Jesus's word Yeshua said to the the Pharisees he said you honor God with your lips but your heart is far from him 
Okay. So, what do we, well, Brother Scott, what if I'm having a hard time getting my heart in line? Talk to God about it. Ask for his help. That's what I do. Jesus, I'm weak in this area. I'm, I'm having a hard time in this area. I want to live the way you say live, not the way my flesh wants to, because I know following my flesh is just going to bring heartache and hurt and depression. I want happiness and joy. I want joy from the depths of my soul. Jesus, teach me how to live. And then read his word. Read the words of Jesus. Read his words. Listen to his words and obey his words. And he will give you strength for your soul. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You guys agree with what I'm saying here? Amen. Verse 19. We'll try to do one more. I, I know I spent a long time on verse 18, but I felt that just really felt important to me. Uh, when, when our culture cast off the Bible, when they say, quit listening to the Bible, all you're going to have is a bad culture. I'm just telling you. Because where there's no prophetic vision, where, there, where there's no words of God, people perish verse 19 a servant will not be corrected by mere words for though he understands he will not respond and this is a pretty simple this is a simple proverb again it's just simply saying if there's no consequences if there's no consequences it doesn't matter just what you say doesn't really matter you know if there's no actual consequences it's they're just not going to change you know, now remember where we are reading this in a time where there were servants, there were slaves. That's that's true. The Bible was very honest with the culture. Now, the teachings of the Lord, love God with all your heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself means that God does not want slavery. And over a period of time, the teachings of Christ is what does away with slavery, when we realize everybody's equal, and then we serve each other out of a loving heart, and we we desire to be servants of each other, and we voluntarily become godly slaves to one another in the kingdom, we and we submit to the gospel, and through love we submit to each other, right? Amen. Uh, but the words, but the the teachings are very honest with the time they live, and so we interpolate for our our day and our understanding and is saying there must be consequences there must be consequences and that goes with children as well all right well let me get back over let me take this off and get back over here on chat and see what you guys have been saying romeo what found us. romeo are you on here <laughs> welcome my honduran son children we love you. We're so happy that you're here. I cannot get this thing to work. Okay. I'm back over on chat now. Are we still on? We are on. Thank you for being here. Hi. <laughs> Hi, guys. Hi, guys. All right. So let's get off here. And we usually leave saying the Lord's Prayer. Okay. So let's say the Lord's Prayer together. Are you ready? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread 
and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen and amen. Well, thank you for joining us today. Uh, thank you for all your prayers. We're starting to recover. Yes. Yes. Unbelievable. Like I said, last night I could not swallow. I was like, oh, Jesus, help me. And I know you've been praying for me. And I thank you so much. I woke up so much better. It's not totally gone, but I can swallow this morning. And so I know I'm getting better. Amen. Thank you for your prayers. Love you very much. I want to just say shalom to you. We will see you tomorrow. Bye.